Four zero, we're up. <laughs> huh? Four zero, we're up. Four zero and up, dude. That means it's a it's Clean a champagne sheet. party. Clean sheet, four goals. Yeah, I hope it's cold enough. I obviously I just put it in the freezer. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it didn't look like it was gonna be a four 0 I'll take that. Five 0 Yeah, it didn't so. look it. It didn't look it. Yeah, we had what we we had we had two nils as predictions. Yes, we did. But kind of needed it, you know. <clears throat> That's a that's a really nice way of starting a Saturday morning. <laughs> it is. Up early. A little coffee, a little bagel action. Now a little champagne on top. <laughs> the boy said, here's a little something to wash it all down, mate. Yeah. A Saturday. And it's what? It's about to be 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, probably only going to have one glass. Just. Just for the pod, you know. <laughs> the rest will be off camera. <laughs> oh, man. Just opening these things is always so hard. There she goes. Nice, dude. Nice. Oh, there's a little hair on your glass. Chicha. What? Right at the tip. Oh, at the tip. Looks like the Chicha hair. Chicha with her Arsenal bandana debut. Good luck charm? I don't know. I'm a little superstitious, maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm a superstitious person, so I definitely think Chicha is the good luck. She'll be wearing a bandana for, <laughs> for future forward. games until we lose. So. My partner's uh, dad was actually giving me kind of a tough time when we were in Miami because I was watching the game with my scarf. <laughs> so he was like... You always watch the game with your scarf? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do. It's it's kind of a good luck charm. <laughs> of course, we just got annihilated in December, so I put the scarf so no, away for today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No scarf now. <laughs> and then once we're in a bad rut, scarf again. That's how the cookie crumbles. Nice, dude. Well, cheers, cheers to the boys. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another District Gooner pod. I'm KP. My co-host is sitting next to me. Back in the studio. Steven, say hi to the people. Howdy. Episode 28 today. Yes, sir. 28. Following a big W at home. 5-0 against Crystal Palace. And yeah, we're recording, obviously, right after. So wherever you listen to this, whenever you listen to it, hope you're happy. Hope you're healthy. And buckle in. It's going to be a fun one. It is. Big game. 5-0. Ooh, Needed it. Absolutely needed it. Yeah, it's 10 o'clock here in D.C. It's a chilly one. It's icy outside. We're getting a ton of snow. Um, so you've been a little cabin fever. So I can I, I feel a little chatty today. I love that, dude. I love that. Um, so I think the best place to start is, obviously, the boys have been away in Dubai. Big question is, what did we learn <laughs> in Dubai? I'm not sure I got the answer watching that game today, but I think it's a good win. It's a strong result. It's it's probably one of those games that the last two goals, obviously, at the end kind of mm-hmm. skewed the, the scoreline. But I think as we were watching, I was telling you, this is like the worst 3-0 
performance that I've seen, like, in, in a weird way. Like, the yeah. game just felt weird watching, man. Um, but let's let's kick off with the lineup. What was what was your reaction to it? Um, I'm I'm good with it. I'm glad that Martinelli didn't start. Obviously, poop was in the pudding at the end of the game. I think tired leg on defenders. Martinelli. We've been saying that, dude. We flash. have been saying that. Scary Nelly off the bench. Exactly, he's flash. Um, rest of the lineup, obviously, I'm I'm good with Kai at the eight. Cool. Uh, Trissard at the left. I think he did had a had a decent game, but I'm glad I'm glad Martinelli didn't start coming off the bench. It was the last game that we played. I think we were both calling for him to come off the bench. It's time. He's having a he's having a tough go. Get him off the bench. Maybe it'll change his mentality. Maybe it'll change things for him. Get him against the tire defense. And it happened. So I'm, I'm good with the lineup. How about you? Yeah, the lineup was good. It was nice to see Zinchenko back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that you just weren't sure about, I feel like. Uh, but but no, overall, strong lineup. When I saw the lineup, and I think I told you right at kickoff, the one thing I want to see today is I don't want Trossard taking a corner. I'm glad he started, but I did not want him to take a corner. We've talked about this. And it was interesting. I saw in the socials a couple of shots uh, from the training saying that Declan Rice and Bukayo are are practicing corners. Mm. And 10th minute, of course, (laughs) we we see Declan Rice on the corner. Good ball. Lofted in. A little bit of bend on it. It's like what Mm. you expect from, from a player like him. And... Big Gabby dunks, dude, on the American. Absolutely dunked on him. Looking like LeBron James. <laughs> Cop back, throw it down. Um, yeah, man, good corner. It's, it is funny. Immediately. We, immediately. I don't want to see Trissard on the corners. And like within 30 seconds, we get a corner and you see Rice. You see Trissard put the ball down and run away. And we're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Notes to the manager. They were taken. Yeah, we might see we might see the ball <laughs> make it to, like, I don't know, maybe just the middle of the goal. It doesn't yeah. even have to make it to the far post. Like, yeah. can we just mm-hmm. get a lofted ball? We've talked about these two big dogs in the back, bro. <laughs> they can jump, big man. Give yeah. them a chance, dude. Uh, which, of course, also was the way we got our second goal. Second goal. Same thing. But it came from the other side. Soccer, great ball. Benny, Benny White holding off the keeper. To be honest, holding off is probably not the way. He's just standing his ground, right? Yeah. The keeper's got to fight through that for me. Yeah. He's not. He didn't hook him. He didn't grab him. He's just standing there holding his ground. Henderson, you got to get around him. You got to be quicker there. And I don't know if you saw it. I know you walked away at halftime. But they had highlighted a, on both corner goals, they highlighted Trussard's run. Oh. So uh, Anderson was the one in the middle of the box. He's supposed to be the one attacking the corner defensively. Uh-huh. The way the way we are set up on the back post, everyone's running. They all have man marked there. But Anderson's just standing in the middle of the box, right at the six, I guess. Uh-huh. And he's supposed to be the one attacking the ball. Chassard swoops around the back and basically sets a pick. Both corners. He sets oh. a pick on Anderson so he can't get the ball either. Just like Ben White basically holding his ground. Chassard gets in. Holds his ground. Uh, yeah, and, and Anderson couldn't get to the ball. And Chris Richards on both goals, the American, he got done. <laughs> he got done, dude. Twenty year old, 23-year-old American. It's it's always nice to see them getting some chances in the Prem, but he doesn't look ready. He just doesn't look ready, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Like He had no chance against Big Gabby. He just had no chance. And I saw on Twitter – or X, I saw this guy, Neville, man, just fishing, bro. It hurts that, like, he's fishing so hard, he's click chasing, bro. And, like, I I got to talk about it because he posted a picture of Gabby's dunk and said, I guess that's a foul, Arsenal fans, talking about the Jolinton Newcastle push. Yeah. Like, apples and fucking watermelons, dude. Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> that's a good one. I haven't heard that before, but... I mean, he's just he's just winding it up, right? That's what he's there for. That's what he gets paid for. Yeah, he doesn't get paid to do do uh, accurate analysis. He gets there paid to uh, wind folks up and get viewers. So, shout out, shout out Gary Neville for some some uh, crazy talk. Some crazy talk, man. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So we were up two nil at at half, or were we up three nil at half? No, two, two nil at half. 
Oh, they gave that as an own goal, by the way. The yes. second goal, which was also Big Gabby, they gave that as an own goal. I don't, I don't agree with that. Nah, I kind of wish that was his. They had mentioned no, no center back in the Prem has ever had a hat trick. Yeah. He had two in the first half. That would have been cool. But, I mean, they, they awarded an own goal, which is funny because it was Henderson getting, he's complaining about the goal and then it went off, uh, in off his head, which was funny. I, I did enjoy that. Bit. Sure. Uh, but yeah, first half, man. I guess let's let's jump into the halftime thoughts. For a 2-0 game that we're winning, the vibes weren't great, right? And I'm looking on the socials. The vibes just weren't great. It's a 2-0 game. And it, it's not, you want to jump in here. So one thing I want to just call out in the first half before we get to that is David Raya made a big save. He did. In the first half, near the end, we're up 2-0, I think, at that point. And, oh, no, I don't think we were. So it was 1-0 at that point. And Raya gives the ball away. Mm-hmm. Bad pass. Their player hits it off a half volley. That's a good save, dude. He made he made a few good saves today. I think he had a very good game. He had a, he had a good game. It's it was nice, and you could see, you can see why he starts. Yes, I thought we'd save the uh, goalkeeper because he he hits it later on these goals. Yeah, distribution today, key. That's why I think that's obviously why we signed the guy is because of distribution. Uh, but that save, that ball was going in. Yeah, oh yeah, that was that a goal. That ball was definitely going in. They gave away, yeah, they have us under pressure. We're trying to play out the back, play it to right. You expect them to play the big ball. I, I don't know if he's trying to find a pass there for it to miss it. I don't yeah. really know. But, yeah, that's a good shot and good save. Put out for a corner. A couple big saves today. Great balls out the back. It's a good, good confidence builder for Ryan. Totally, totally. And, yeah, so halftime ta- thoughts, dude. I The only thing I wanted to see was Smith Rowe. Mm-hmm. At halftime, that was my only thought. I was like, "Rob 2-0, home game, just put him in at half. So I want to see the number 10. He does come on, of course, later in the game, which uh-huh. was nice. It was nice to see him on the pitch playing 20 minutes. But that was my only thought. Did you have something? I had a big thing. I want to see an open play goal. That's what I'm saying. The, the vibes weren't great. Two set piece goals. When's the last time we had a goal from open play? It's been a while. A good goal. It has been a while. So that was my one. I want to see an open play goal. We're obviously outplaying Palace. They've won one in their last ten now. They're they're not. They're obviously not in form. They're struggling. We're outplaying them, but it it the chances weren't there. I think I I had written down. I think we were twenty twenty eight minutes in. Twenty eight minutes in, we had three shots. At some point, it's like, man, come on, let's let's get some, let's get it going. And then I guess start of the half, 50th minute, we had a really good chance, didn't put it away. Um, Riot distribution out to Kai, Kai to Jesus had a nice ball to Trossard, just couldn't get it settled to get the shot in. But that's the free flowing stuff started happening. There was there was a few one touch, two touch, pass and move moments. There was one where in the first half I think we were building it around and. It just didn't come off between Odegaard and Rice to, to get the breakthrough. But but yeah, I think you're right. At halftime, while it was 2-0. Oh, let's just let's just defy a track outside. That's okay. Uh but at halftime at halftime, you know, while it was 2-0, yeah, I mean twenty eight minutes to your point, I mean even the first half, it's not like Palace had a chance. The one chance they had was like that shot yeah, that, that Raya gave to them. So the defense is just Absolutely bossing. I don't think I saw William Saliba break a sweat today. And and we're just not it's, – it's it's still not happening. No, just not happening. And it's oh, – yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's the balls not being played. Is it – I don't know what it is. It's it's tough. I can't put my finger on it. I'm sure the coaching staff trying to put their finger on it. Set pieces, though, I love it. You imagine, like, if we had this set piece – type of mentality, this execution on some of our past teams, that would have been excellent. The teams that were scoring open play goals, that would have been excellent. Um, yeah, second second half, it was working a little bit better for us, and then we did get that goal. Trossard, again, from Raya, big throw, big throw. Yeah, that was a, that was a nice Out throw. wide, yeah, and then Jesus, I mean, that's a, that's a peach of a ball, right? That pass that he put in. Yeah. And then composure. Is that... 
was it Klein? Yeah. Uh, sat him down <laughs> and then puts it back, puts it back across the keeper. So that was a, that was a good goal. That's exactly what I wanted to see. It was really nice. I think on the commentary they said that goal happened in ten seconds. Ten seconds from the That's time right. Raya caught it and threw it. And the time that the ball hit the back of the net, they said it took 10 seconds. So that's really cool. We just, we got to have more transitions like that. We yes. really do. And, and we did at the end against some tired legs, right? We, we, we started to play the through ball a little bit more. Jorginho came on today. Thought he had a decent show. Uh, Martinelli, obviously he got, he got a brace today. You can say that. Good for mm-hmm. him. Uh, any thoughts on, on Nelly in general? Yeah, so this is where it becomes a little bit. I'm obviously it's for a five zero game. It's interesting. That was, his first goal was in the ninety fourth minute. Yeah. Okay, so it's late on. So from the sixtieth when we scored the third to the ninety fourth, I didn't. We didn't really have many chances. No. I didn't write anything down. We didn't write anything down. Watching the game, it was just it's three nil game though. So who who knows what the the mentality is at that point, but. Martinelli came on, and I guess he did exactly what you think he should do against tired legs. He was yeah. he was obviously all pacey, trying to get around players. Uh, I know there was that one time he tried to get around Mitchell, um, just trying to blow by players. And obviously it, it, it worked at the end, the last goal, that ball from Jorginho. Yes, dude. That's the one. That's, that's the, the pass? I don't think Declan Rice makes that pass, he dude. He does not. That's the one, though. You're playing that ball. You're playing it forward. If, if for some reason it doesn't come off, we still have what eight players behind the ball. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. problem. We have a great defense. Let's let's keep it rolling. But you got to take the chance sometimes, and I, that was the ball. Yeah, a hundred percent, dude. And you know who didn't have a good game today? Who? Gabriel Jesus. Oof. I agree with you there. He had moments. But I think he was offsides like seven times. Yeah, he was. And he's just, I don't know. I wasn't too happy with his performance. He gave that foul away. Right outside the box. Right yeah. outside the box. Like, why are you even going for that? And then, I don't know. He lost the ball a couple of times. He was, he just, so he gets into the box and he just looks lost and confused a couple of times, dude, that he spun out. I don't know. Overall, I mean, it got to the point where I think in the 80th minute you were saying, all right, let's see, Eddie. Yeah, it, that's the point it, he got to, which is. It did get to that point. Just just kind of disappointing from him, I think. Mm. I expected to see more from him. It's a 3-0 game. He had no – we're talking right after the game. I don't have any real memorable contributions from him other than the pass. For Trissard's goal, I'm, obviously, I'm talking about goal-scoring opportunities for himself. Didn't really have any. Another player I'd like to talk about that I don't think had a great game was Saka, which is fine. I, I, you don't have to have a great game, but I do wonder why did he play a full ninety? Why does he? Why did he play the full ninety, dude? Mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really good question, especially when it's three nil, fifty-eighth minute. Yes, and. He just got a two-week rest, and he was so tired, dude. It's like, come on, man. And and he wasn't having a great game by any means, but just sub him. I don't understand. To your point, yeah, dude, Reese can play out there. I was thinking maybe Smith-Rowe comes out a little earlier. Mm-hmm. He could go out there. Martinelli, I mean, Tersard can play out there. So it's just like give him a little bit of rest, and this just – I know we don't play again for like 10 days or so, but this, this little management like that, it kind of bothers me, man. I also think I want to play it from the other side, from some, from Sokka's perspective. He gets 90 minutes every week. Every week he gets 90 minutes. And I think he knows that. Pull him. Mm. Maybe that just, I think he, he knows he's the best. He is the star. He's obviously one of England's best players in their national team. He never gets subbed for us. Pull him just because you're not having a great game. He knows it. And if you do get subbed, it's like, man, I know I didn't have a great game. I need to get back on my levels. I didn't deserve to play 90. You're right, coach. Like, you're right. I didn't deserve to play 90 today. Almost like the flip of, like, Martinelli not starting and then coming on. I think he knows he has something to prove. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of that, Saka, he's always playing 90. Maybe you pull him a game. 
Like, it's a 3-0 game. I don't think there's any problem with taking them out. Yeah, what's he on there for? To just take corners <laughs> for the rest of the game? I don't like Odegaard can take the that side corners uh-huh. with his left foot. So yeah, I I agree with you. He he did not have a great game, and it's okay. I'm I'm glad that we're one of the pods that say Saka didn't have a great game. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're in America, <laughs> but like he didn't have a good game, bro. I'm sorry. I love him just as much as the next guy. Yeah. He did not play well. Agreed. So we highlighted two players I think didn't have a great game. Man of the match, Big mm. Gabby. Big Gabby for me, 100%. Got the two two goals. I'm going to give him the second one because that's all him. Defensively, he was Mateta trying to go at him a few times. Nah. Handling folks. Handled the center back, Chris Richards. Uh, Big Gabby, man of the match for me. I agree with you. Big Gabby was easily the man of the match. He's just... He's just different, bro. There was one where in the first half he was, I think, like up in their half, and uh, oh yes, early on he won that ball off Richard. Yes, yes, dude, off the American, yes. which yes. was a foul, by the way. Yes. I don't know what Paul Tierney is watching, bro. That's disgusting, bro. That's a foul. <laughs> My center back, dude, big bodies. This guy doesn't foul, gets pushed. That's a foul, and. He could play striker. Honestly, sometimes we've talked about him. Like, it's just out there in his little moments. Uh, he's definitely amounted to match, dude. Too easy. Passion. Too easy. He got that passion. He So he goes down. Uh, injury, right? Yeah, I hope it's nothing so, serious. No, I mean, me neither. But he goes down and he's talking to everybody. You know, he's, he hits all, all three of his partners in the back line. He says something to every single one of them. <laughs> you know, I'm going off, but you better blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I like that. Uh, he, he's the guy with the passion, with the energy. He is, dude. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Anything else about the game that you want to chat about, dude? We've got a few other talking points and some social posts as part of like the second half of the show. But what, anything on the game? No, nothing on the game. Ten days, ten day break till Forest. I believe that's an away game. Uh I think this is a good confidence builder for us. Seeing the ball in the back of the net is huge. Huge. I'm glad we got those last two, I guess. You know, do I feel like this was a 5-0 performance? Not necessarily, but seeing the ball in the back of the net is such a boost. We've been underperforming. Uh, and talk about XG. We've been ta- underperforming it. This might have been an overperforming mm. performance. I, I, I haven't seen the XG, but that's just what it feels like. Uh, so that's, you know. That's the other side of the other side of the sword. So let's let's get it. Ten day break. Let's let's keep learning things. Keep teaching the stuff from Dubai. <laughs> keep teaching the things from Dubai. Which, by the way, it looks like for the most part they just worked on set pieces in Dubai and like rested. <laughs> Probably <laughs> our bread and butter. That's how it looked to me, at least. Um, all right, dude. Well, obviously, still in January. What is today? Today is January. <laughs> 20th when we're recording Saturday we'll try to get this out to you today so yeah uh, but we've been linked with a lot of players from Real Sociedad two players I think they're number 22 and number 28 okay I think they play both center mid maybe one can play on the wing too yeah so they were playing Asasuna in the Copa del Rey match and this was just, I think, on Thursday, maybe. Maybe it was Wednesday. I saw a post that said Arsenal scouts will be in the stadium. And I thought, oh, I'm kind of a scout myself, actually. This is on ESPN+. Plus, So let me let me check these guys out. Neither one of them played at the start. So I, I don't know how that works with scouting. Like, those expenses are not getting paid, I don't think. But they did come on. One of them came on in the 60th minute. The other one came on in like the 80th minute. But I got to tell you, when I was watching that game, I was actually more impressed by number 20 on Osasuna. He looked good. I don't really want either of those players. And I don't think either one is, is coming in just based on a little, I don't know, 20 minutes that I saw. Okay. I missed it. I, I mean, I didn't see the game. I've seen the links, but I didn't catch the game. So what do you, what did you see that you're like, ah, we don't need that? There was just nothing about them that was like, that jumped out at you, gotcha. right? I was just like, oh, like this would be an upgrade. Okay. I didn't, I didn't feel that. But it was also cool to see Kieran Tierney. He played the full match for Real Sociedad, and that was really fun, dude. He's 
he had a good game. You know, yeah. he, he did, does his thing still at left back, dude. Had a couple of clearing tackles. So it was just nice. It's nice to see him. You see him and you're like, I like that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> Classic left back. I always liked Tierney. Uh, it's like you know you know what's in his locker. You know what he's going to do. And he's still pulling it out the bag. And it's still working. You know, faint right, go left. Faint right, go left. <laughs> Pushing it out left from the cross. So, uh, yeah, best best of wishes to, to Tierney always. 100%, dude. Um, but there was another sort of breaking story that that came out saying that Arsenal have now rejected interest for Emil Smith-Rowe from Aston Villa, West Ham, Newcastle. There's a player there, bro. Everyone else can see it. And I'm glad he came on today. I thought he played well. We didn't really hit on him that much, but this is the chance to do that. What did you, what did you make of his performance? But also, what do you make of these links? Clearly, other clubs are aware of the talent. Yeah. Let's, let's do the links first and then we can talk about his game. Mm. I think it is important to talk about exactly what we saw from him. So the links wise, we've said this before. And I, I think it's just we'll reiterate it. If you're not going to play him, then let him go. I don't want to see Smith Rowe on the bench. I like Smith Rowe a lot. He's done so well for us in the past. He's not a player I want. It's just like Tierney. We just hit, hit on Tierney. I don't want to see Tierney sitting on our bench. He's too good of a player. That's true. So, so Smith Rowe, if you're not going to play him, let him go. Let him flourish somewhere else. So that I'm, when, when they reject these, Clubs coming in, talking, talking to our players. He's going to be a key. He's a key, a key piece in our squad. We're not going to let him go. I think that's Fabrizio's put in, put in his tweet. Like what, key, what, what Arteta said exactly, about him. Yeah. What Arsenal's statement is about him. Why they're rejecting it. He's a key piece to our squad. It's like okay, then where's you got to show me what? Why is he a key player? Because he's not really. He hasn't played in the first half of the season, right? Hasn't really played. Listen, if he's a key player, where is the lock? <laughs> Show me the lock that we're waiting for this key to unlock. What is it? We just went on this huge run of games where we couldn't score a goal. If he's not unlocking that, then what's he a key for? Exactly. So that's that's just what I see. I I would prefer to keep Smith Rowe because I think he can be a piece in our team. I do see him being a key, but at the the amount of minutes that he's gotten this season. He doesn't seem like a key to me. So I, I think someone needs to make that decision. How many minutes is he going to be getting? Is he going to get any starts? Uh, I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah, well, I think the links were also for loans. I yes, think they were looking for six-month loans. So then the question becomes, a six-month loan for him at, at a Villa or West Ham or Newcastle, how much playing time does that mm-hmm. really equate? Mm-hmm. Is that just to bring him in the door and – Getting some secrets from him, getting someone else's phone number that, that you maybe want. Like, what's the six month loan going to do? So I understand the club's position of no, that this is our player. We back him. He's got to get more playing time. It's got to be in Europe, maybe. It's got to be more in the Premier League. He had a he had a good twenty minutes today. I thought. Yeah, let's hear it. What do you what did you think about his performance? Because he did get a decent amount of time today. He got a good amount of time. There was one where Gabby Jesus actually passed it to him where he would have been through if he just saddled the ball with his left foot. He chose to go with the outside of his right. The ball got away from him. But overall, it's funny. When he came on, I felt like there was more of a free flow of him and Saka kind of switching. Because Saka was suddenly more in the middle of, of, of the pitch a little bit. Smith was ending up a little bit more on the right side. So, But no, overall, I think as soon as he stepped on... The Crystal Palace player was on his back, and my media thought, just don't lose it. <laughs> don't lose it, Smith Rowe. And, and he did it. And then he protected the ball, thought he played well. He has, you know, the thing about him, he's, he's got the vision, he's got the touch, he's got the. I'll, I'll play this one time. He's mm-hmm. got the sort of, he knows where he wants to go with the ball without it, before he even really gets it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. That's why I rate him. I, he did okay for, you know, and also Crystal Palace, I think. I think Smith Rowe came on in what, like the 70th, the Crystal Palace in the 80th minute went to five in the back. So, yeah. good game. Yeah. I, I liked what I saw from him. 20 minutes. I do think, Kai, I think Kai had a decent game today. I would say he had a good game. 
I don't think Kai had a bad game at all. No, no, no. He had so, a good game. So to say, oh, Smith roll over Kai, yada, yada. No. Personally, I would have liked to see Jesus come off, Kai go to the nine, and Smith roll play the eight. That's what I would have loved to see. What are you, what are you telling him, <laughs> AirPods, on the sidelines, bro? <laughs> come up with some good substitutions for once, man. That's what I would have preferred to have seen because I think Kai was up to it today. But Smith Rowe, he, we know what he is. Got the touch. Yeah. I think he has the vision. And he can play that one-touch ball, which I think helps us unlock things because of how slow our buildup is at times. Just that one touch, and then he darts on making a run. Yep. Hopefully he gets it back. If he doesn't get it back, there's a defender definitely trailing him. Opens up some space. Love that. I guess. Well, I would say most importantly, he knows how to pass the ball into the net. And that, oof, his finishing. We we love we love it when it just the balls are just passed into the net. You can't stop this. We don't need to add too much. I love a good rolling ball, yeah. dude. Yeah. I guess what's important to. I'm trying to think of a good way good way to put this. I, I guess what I want to see from him is, is give him like 60 minutes, I think. Let him start a game. Oh, okay. 20 minutes, I think he had a great showing. But it's it's almost like not enough. And, and coming on late enough in a 3-0 game, just different. Maybe it's just getting his legs underneath him. But I think he I think he should get a start just because. Why not? Are, are we going to be losing a lot if he starts? I don't think so. Well, we, we lose we lose height. I think so this is the difficult thing about Smith Rowe, and I think I mentioned this about him when we were talking a couple of episodes back, that I don't think we're fully sure where to play him mm-hmm. and how to get him into the lineup. Because the starting eleven is the starting eleven. Yeah. That's why it's really hard. So he is coming off the bench. But that's why it's important to take Saka off, you know? Yeah. They don't need to have Saka and Smith Rowe <laughs> on the pitch, right? Like, I don't know, man. So when I say stardom, this is why being in the cup is kind of a bummer. Being out of the cups, yeah. Because he starts a cup game. And I think that is something that he needs. He needs for himself. And we need to see from him. Can he produce? So being out of the cups is tough. I'm saying that he needs a start. Will he get a start? I don't, I don't see him starting a Premier League game. I really don't see him starting a Champions League game either, to be honest. Um, but hopefully, with the key, he's a key to our team. We get to see more of him. Maybe he gets a 30-minute appearance at some point. Maybe at a halftime. If we're yeah. left eight's not playing well, striker's not playing well, we do some swapping around. Get him some minutes. Get him some minutes, man. I agree with you. Give him some minutes more consistently. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I want. Yeah, uh, I think you had previously said, oh, give him. Or we can see him getting 45 minutes in five games. I want more. Yeah. I want more from him. I want 90 in three games. There we go. Give him I – w- I want to see more. Just just so we know. Just everyone, so we know. Everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is becoming the big talking point. Keepers at the beginning of the season. Now it's becoming more of a – and then it became strikers. Now it's Smith Rowe, Smith Rowe, Smith Rowe. Yeah. So, yeah, let's – Let's put, let's quiet everyone down. Let us see it. Yeah, if nothing else, let's increase his value even more. And then say, no, you don't get a loan. You got to pay 60 mil if you want a mil. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Um, dude, I do have a fun question for you. Obviously, what, like 20, 21 games in or so. And I just wanted to ask, especially after today's performance, like, who do you think have been Arsenal's top three performers, performers of this season? So our three, yeah, our three best players. Who do you think have been our three best players? I think it's it's our core right now: mm. Saliba, Big Gabby, and Rice. Easy. That's who pick. Yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, I, I, I it's, if you have if you have eyeballs and you're watching the game, I think it's pretty apparent to see that personally. Definitely not at the attack. Those three dudes have been holding it down. So that's the storyline. Those three hold it down first half of the season. Second half of the season, we need to see the attackers bail them out. Absolutely. Absolutely we do. They've been very, very, very consistent. I think you know what you're going to get out of them, uh, get from them each and every game. The attackers, you don't know what you're going to get. So 
Got to bail him out. Got to start scoring some goals. I mean, Gabby, shoot, he bailed us out today. Two early goals. Backline doing it. So if you guys can't do it, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, I won't even break a sweat. Mm-hmm. I won't even break a sweat, man. All right. Uh, I've got some social posts. You want to go Let's You want to go through those? Let's see. I think a good one to start out with is since today's Saturday, and that makes yesterday Friday. There's a little thing going on on Reddit that I've discovered, <laughs> dude. It's called Friendly Friday. It's where they ask folks to put aside their rivalry and post something nice that they admire about, you know, rival clubs. Uh-huh. There's only 18 comments on it. Doesn't look like it's getting a lot of traction with with the readers, but there was one specific comment. This one that stood out to me from Sicilian Sand Death. Whoa, it's kind of dark. But Sicilian Sand Death says, <laughs> I admire City's ability and lawyers for protecting them from facing a verdict on the 115 charges all of this time while winning completely legitimate titles and a treble. Absolutely. Congratulations, City. I admire that too, bro. That's very <laughs> admirable. That's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's it's funny, you know, the, the Everton getting charged thing. Um there's another team possibly getting charged. Forest. Yeah. Forest getting getting a charge. The situations are different obviously with City and they have the money to to fight these things, but you know, congratulations to them for having the the money and the lawyers. That's true. There's another comment here from Shore Elk five six four zero, and they say, "I commend Chelsea for the greedless desire to line the pockets of young gentlemen. Such a selfless act, setting them up for life. Good job, lads." <laughs> It's fun. Hey, what do you think is going to happen with all these point deductions, though, for like Everton and Forest? If if Everton, they, they got to come before the season, right? Or is this is, are these deductions coming this season, or are they for next season? This, this I think it's for stuff. this season. So Everton could be deducted for a second time. But I also heard that the actual like point deductions might not come until the end of the season. That's like hmm. even after that the season, like the season's over, and then yeah. there might tally the points at that point. Yeah. I don't have it. Sean Dyche's toffee. I don't think they care. They're going to keep it rolling. I think they'll be fine. Forrest, on the other hand, they could be in trouble. They could definitely be in trouble. I would prefer, if I'm in that situation, I want to know. I want to know how many points you're deducting off, and I want it to happen now. I want it to be in my hands, right? Mm, yeah. I want it to be in my hands. I don't want to have to go through the season, finish, um, um, Eight points ahead of, you know, top three. Oh, minus ten. Not in the bottom three. Like, no, I, I wanted the pressure on me. I wanted to know what, my, what I'm up against. Yeah. I don't think that would be fair. No, that would be so unfair. That's absolutely unfair, dude. Uh, I do wonder, though, so if, if these things do happen, I don't know in January, but in the summer, it seems like a lot of Everton players and Nottingham Forest players could just be up on the selling block, yeah. right? So... Is there anyone from, from either club that comes to mind that you think, oh, I actually wouldn't mind picking him up? <laughs> I know we've been linked to Onana. I would be okay not not getting Onana, personally. If, if we got him, obviously I'll back the dude, but I, I don't really see it happening. I don't see him fitting in our team. Um, I wouldn't mind getting Calvert-Lewin, to be honest with you, mm. as as a second striker. Different role striker could start games. Different type of different type of player. I'm trying to think of anyone on Forest person. I don't think I have anybody on Forest. Nuno, <laughs> our lone Nuno tomorrow. <laughs> Call back Nuno, dude. <laughs> Not getting any minutes for Forest. Call him back. I don't have anybody on Forest, man. Oh my days! I didn't even think about this, dude. I like him. Morgan Gibbs. White, I think he's a player. He's a player, dude. I can't believe I didn't think about him. I really, really do like him. I would not mind getting him. It would, it would cost a pretty penny still, I think, because there would be a lot of people in for him. 
but whew, I would like it. I want him. Yeah. He's the one, and he's got the, he's got the belly on the fire, bro. <laughs> I like him. I like him. He's a player in there. I like him. He got the passion. I, I do think he has the passion. Uh, man, I think, was it the United game? Who were they playing? He has some. He has yes, the United goal. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goal Ooh. that he scored to seal it. Yes. Sheesh. He's a player, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I think I'd like he would to see fit him. in our team as well. Yeah. I think he could fit in our system. He's 5'7". He's yeah. 23 years old. Good yeah. player, dude. He and he can finish. System. Yeah. He would fit in our system. I'd play him as one of, one of the eights. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, I came across this other post on the socials, dude. It was interesting. It's from Aaron Garrett 95 Aaron Garrett says yellow cards aren't a big enough punishment to discourage fouls and time wasting. He -hmm. says, I think a more (laughs) suitable punishment would be that a player should have to hop around in a sleeping bag for five minutes, more entertaining for fans and a much more better penalty for the player. Anyone else have any ideas as to how we can combat time wasting (laughs) and fouls beyond just yellow cards? There's been a discussion about sin bins. I don't know if you saw this. That's, it's like a yeah. hockey notion to go for. I would hate that personally. What would you think about that? Yeah, I think obviously this dude's – he's just – this is hyperbole. But like that would be – that's the real discussion is would you want to see the, the sin bin power play per hockey? Would you want to see that? Personally, I don't. I think if you wanted to – if you wanted the solution of a more suitable punishment – it's actually giving the yellow card. <laughs> it's actually giving it. It's not just giving sometimes. it earlier. Yes. Well, it's not sometimes giving it. Sometimes not. Oh, he's already on a yellow, so I can't. It's it's got to be consistently. That's a yellow card offense. I'm giving it. That's the solution to me. Yeah, and we need to see more second yellows turning into reds. I I don't really see those that much, man. No, that's what I'm saying. I see a lot of straight reds. You, you, the second yellow to be given seems like it's they're resistant to do that because it's oh I'm affecting the game. But let's just say perfect example: Martinelli getting two yellow cards for two separate offenses on the same play. The only time I see yellows turning into exactly. reds is against Arsenal, exactly. bro. <laughs> so they were both yellow card offenses. He got so if you really want to be strict about it, that was that was the right way to go about the things, right? That's the right way to go about it. But the reason it's it's not, and why we feel, felt so hard done by it is because it's not. It's that is not consistent in the way games are refereed. But if you wanted to solve solve things, throw out the yellow consistently. Yeah, throw it out more consistently. And so, actually, one of the comments that grabbed my attention. So, I mean, we live in America. We don't really follow the MLS, to be honest with you. Uh, well, DC United here and there. But this person, the informal magician, sixty two says that in the MLS, there are great rules. There are great rule changes on time wasting, like adding 10 seconds substitution clock. It's almost like a shot clock, like a 24-second shot clock. It's like you have 10 seconds to sub off. And if you don't sub off within those 10 seconds, then the substitute will have to wait a minute or like the next stoppage. Mm -hmm. I like that. You know, that's that would make things very consistent because that's black and white, right? You got 10 seconds to get off it's the pitch, bro. And, white. and that's, of course, so for our, our American listeners, shot clock, basketball, you have the play clock in football, American yeah. football. We have we have those rules in place. If you go over that clock, it's a penalty uh, in, in American football. And then in, in uh, basketball, it's a turnover. Mm-hmm. I I think that would be a consistent way to go about things. A substitution clause. No, I like it. There's no subjectiveness to it, which mm-hmm. I think is the issue in in the, some of the games we watch. It's just ah, things are subjective. And no subjectiveness in that. Even if the keeper gets the ball, it's supposed to be six seconds, right? That's the rule. Oh, that, that don't we don't nobody follows that. But if you did put up a clock, that would make things. Am I agreeing that they should do it for keepers? No, but for some, yeah, why not? If you want to make things consistent, man, that's the way to do it. This one, I don't know if I've seen this, but he, this person goes on to say that another interesting rule is that when a player is fouled and they go down, and if they remain down for a suspected injury for 15 seconds, then they will be sidelined for at least two minutes 
and then the next stoppage uh, to co- or or the next stoppage to come in. Mm-hmm. That doesn't apply to yellow cards, okay? But mm-hmm. that's like another good one. It's like you're a lot of these injuries. You only need 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. But that's a hard one to measure. Exactly. That's more. That's definitely more subjective, injury-wise. You know, I I don't like. I don't think anybody likes the head injury thing. People are are. Oh, they're stopping the play? People play into that, absolutely. Getting battered, getting locked in, the deep, low block, you know, go up for a header, ah, I drop down, holding my head, stop, you know, stop play. I think, I think people abuse it. Yeah. I could see, see where it's not being abused. It's just more subjective. I think that starting a clock on a substitution is a good way to start things, right? Yeah. It's a good entry point, because it's, it's very, you can keep that very consistent on a substitution. That's true. We like it. So if anyone from the PGML, if you're listening, <laughs> if you are listening, this this would be something to consider. Um, I do have one more post, dude. It's from Flabbergast97. They are a Newcastle fan. Mm. And they say, why do Arsenal seem to get a pass when it comes to sports washing? They go on to say, so I know this is inevitably going to get comments from people saying, I'm a Newcastle fan, trying to deflect, but this honestly isn't about that. I'm genuinely curious what people think and where they draw the line. Arsenal are sponsored by Emirates. It's an airline owned by Dubai, one of the members of the UAE. Amnesty International have an article on the UAE that details human rights abuses, when, rightfully, talking Newcastle or Manchester City owners, I don't see people bring this up. And again, this is meant, this isn't meant as a what about try. I'm genuinely curious what you think this is and where people's lines are. Do people think it's wrong for Liverpool and Wolves to have made deals with the Saudi clubs? Interesting. Interesting. I never, and we talked about this in the last pod. The Arsene Wenger book. Yeah. You know, we had to deal with the banks. I never really saw us in that manner of like, we're not get, I, we're not getting money directly from these institutions and to buy directly from this, from this, uh, from this person, right? It's our sponsor. Visit Rwanda, also a sponsor. I think people also have an issue with that one mm. because it's Rwanda, right? Mm. Socio-political issues there as well. Um, but I, I just don't see it that way. I think it's just different, personally. Yeah, I think – so I read that and I thought, oh, maybe this person is just confused about, like, the definition of sports washing. Yeah. <laughs> and also like, the definition of, like, a sponsorship versus being owned by a nation state. Exactly. And let me throw in one more. They miss Chelsea to me. Mm. That's also an issue, right? Oligarch in Russia, where's his money? That's a li- also kind of – one of the clubs I would throw into that category of of Newcastle and uh, and City, but continue with your your sports watching. <laughs> no, 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 that was it. It's just that you know, I I guess it's also hard because like they're not really looking at this the right way because they don't understand the fact that like okay, Manchester City, who's their sponsor? Etihad. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a double tie. Arsenal don't have a double tie. You know, no. like, they're they're owned by an American. They have a, a yes. sponsorship from the Emirates. They've got Visit Rwanda. That's, like, three different countries, bro. Um, same with the with Newcastle. Like, they get the club. Now, suddenly, they're sponsored by, by non. Okay. That's a double play. <laughs> like, there's a lot of double plays that happen. There's a lot of double dipping, which that, to me, is more suspicious. Yeah, yeah. So an airline owned by Dubai, one of the members of the UAE. So yeah, that's that's our sponsor. Different. Obviously, we're getting money from the Emirates. So if you want to take it that way, I, I guess I understand in that point. But our owner isn't someone from right this nation state. Our owner is this American, just like any other club, right? You have an owner. It's just not not a nation state who owns the club. So it's it's different. I think I think it's a stretch. I think it's a reach. 
Yeah, and we don't have 115 charges. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, you act things up, dude. Like, this, here's the thing that it comes down to, Steven, is that too many people are grabbing apples and watermelons, and they're just, like, holding these things, and they're like, oh, man, these almost weigh the same. They almost weigh the same, bro. They must be the same fruit. They're saying, yeah, they're both fruit, so why aren't they the same? <laughs> they're both fruit. Uh, one, one thing about Newcastle, these rules, these rules weren't implemented for city, right? What do you mean? I'm talking about like FFP, financial fair play, because of what city has become and the way they built their, their club. We're more I, sensitive to it. We're like trying get, to be more like get, not another one, right? Oh, okay. So now we're starting to implement these rules for Newcastle. I don't know if he's feeling hard done by, like it's not as fair uh-huh, for him. Uh-huh, I don't know. Uh-huh. But, but the way city was built versus the way Newcastle is getting built is different. I think they're trying to use the same techniques, same strategies, but these major overhauls are going to take time for Newcastle or a city like that, right? The overhauls happened very quickly, got managers in, got players in very fast, so so maybe he's just feeling a little hard done by and he's, he's trying to uh, swat, swat at somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he's also, you know, he's feeling a little fire under his belly because his team can't perform consistently season after season. Ouch. You know, it's not you can't be you can't be a top four team and then go out of Champions League and then sit at eight, bro, or wherever you're sitting. Like, that hurts, too. So maybe there's, like, a little bit of personal stuff going on there <laughs> that I think are just fogging his, his brain a little bit. That's going to hurt him. If they can't make Champions League. Oh, yeah. That's going to really, really hurt them. That's a big step back, exactly. dude. Exactly. That is. The big step back, obviously, and then the financial implications. Ouch. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in that situation where they need to start selling folks as well. Mm. Could happen. Could happen. I wouldn't mind an ESAC. <laughs> I would just throw that out there, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, anything else you want to chat about today? No. Five nils to the Arsenal. We'll see you next time. Five nil to the Arsenal. I do want to mention before we hop off here. So I'm looking the the women, the ladies of Arsenal are playing as we've been recording. There's ten minutes left in their game. They are hosting Everton and they are winning two one. So I hope they can. I hope they can see this one. It looks like it's a good game. The Arsenal scored first in the ninth minute. Everton equalized in the twenty fourth, and then Beth Mead gave Arsenal the lead in forty. Five plus three. Okay, so all in the first half. You know what? I would say it's always better to to have a two one where it was at one one first than a two nil to one. You know, two uh, two one. You know, that's a, that's just the mentality thing. That's true. And Emily Fox got the start. So hey, shout out. <laughs> so we'll end on that. We hope that they can see the game out. It's very important for them to keep winning. Very happy with the result for the men. And hope you enjoyed spending time with us. You know, thank you as always, and we'll we'll chat with you. We might have an audio exclusive dropping midweek. So if you're if you're watching us on on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to to the audio. The links will be in the description. Uh, for everyone else, keep being you, man. I want to give a shout out to our listeners in the UK, our listeners in Germany. You are cool, dude. <laughs> be easy. <laughs>